Welcome to the Marriage Medicine Podcast, the place where busy physicians like you learn how to create marriages they love without sacrificing their commitment to medicine. I am your host, Dr. Sarah Roxa, full-time physician, marriage, and life coach, here to share with you all of the tools I have learned and use every day to create a marriage and home life that are a joy to return to at the end of the day. Are you ready to enjoy time with your partner and up-level your marriage in every way? Welcome. I am so excited to be on this journey with you. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Medicine Podcast. I am so glad you are here. I am excited to make this episode for you. Last week, we talked about feelings, the basics. What are feelings? How do we recognize, name, and allow them without resistance? Today, I want to share a tool or really a metaphor that has been pivotal in my understanding of how to put an emotion aside in the moment and still make room to take care of my emotional self. We talked last week about how when we resist our feelings, they grow. What does resistance look like? It can look like avoiding When we avoid emotions, we try to ignore them and rid ourselves of the discomfort by doing something else, often to excess. Avoiding can look like numbing out with food, alcohol, shopping. Sometimes we get tricky and numb out doing things that are considered useful, but to excess, like overworking or frenzy cleaning. It actually has nothing to do with the action we are taking and everything to do with the feeling we don't want to feel. Resisting emotion can also feel like pushing it away or bottling it up, trying to convince ourselves that we shouldn't be feeling what we feel or that we don't have time. The problem with these coping strategies, especially if they are the ones we reach for most commonly, is that they are not effective. You are left with the growing tension of unprocessed emotion and the expenditure of the mental energy needed to keep it in check. And in healthcare, our jobs require us to be able to set our emotions aside regularly, both for complex and simple tasks, in order to push through and complete the task at hand. And we deal with some pretty heavy emotions. In my job as a geriatric house calls physician, even though I serve a high-risk population. I was insulated from the front lines of hospital care during the pandemic. Even still, my children heard countless preemptive COVID goals of care conversations between their online class sessions as our team called the decision makers for all 800 of our patients in the early months. Helping our patients and their families navigate serious illness Loss and dying is a regular occurrence for most of us. So how do we take care of ourselves? It is possible to set our feelings aside in a way that conserves our mental and emotional energy and allows us to process our emotions in the time and place we are able. Here is that metaphor I want to share. It came to me from a coach in the Life Coach School's Self-Coaching Scholars Program whose name I wish I could remember. Hopefully she will come across this podcast and know my gratitude. Imagine as a feeling comes up for you that it is a piece of fruit that has appeared in your hand. In the original metaphor, the fruit was an apple, but because apples do not grow where I live, I prefer to imagine a mango. As your mango sits in your hand, you can feel it. 
you can get a sense of its dimensions, feel the weight of it in your hand, and even turn it over once or twice and really get a sense of it. Then you can decide if you want to eat it right now or save it for later. If right now is not the best time for you to eat a mango, say you just brushed your teeth and put on a clean shirt or you are in a hurry to get out the door, you can choose to set the mango on the counter. It will still be there waiting for you when you are ready to eat it. You are not going to hurl the mango across the room or throw it in the trash. Of course, if you have a mango allergy or just don't like them, choose a different fruit. I like this metaphor because it keeps the mango close to me, resting and supported on a surface of my choosing. I can see it there. I may even pick it up to check its ripeness or feel the weight in my hand from time to time, knowing I can set it back down and come back to it later. A more common metaphor for delaying the process of emotion is putting the emotion in a backpack that you can carry with you through your day. All of this is made up, and to me, a backpack feels like a burden I have to carry, or a weight on my back constantly reminding me of what I have to unpack. I would much rather set it down next to me, let it rest and let myself rest, or be present to the task at hand, and pick it back up anytime I'd like. If the backpack or another metaphor works better for you, then use that one. The point of this exercise in imagination is to give you a tool for thinking about setting an emotion aside temporarily without having to fight or resist its existence. Let the mango sit there on the counter. It will wait for you. When you are ready, pick it up. Feel the weight in your hand. Slice off a piece. Taste it experience its fullness, feel the juice drip down your throat and maybe even your chin. You can make the time and space for allowing your emotion to process like we talked about in the last episode, and you can choose when you do this. I like to share this metaphor with my clients often. The concept has been an important one for my own journey to emotional wellness. Being able to set my emotions down without expending energy to resist or reject them and without having to immerse myself in the feeling at the whim of their arrival has allowed me to have the tools I need to take care of myself emotionally in a way that feels empowered and purposeful. It makes feeling my feelings part of my self-care. I want everyone I know to have this kind of tool in their emotional toolkit. So this is my gift for you today, short and sweet, like the juice of a mango. Becoming aware and allowing yourself to feel your emotions does not mean you will be at the mercy of your emotional self day and night. You can build a toolkit for emotional self-care that starts with awareness, recognition, and allowing of emotions, and empowers you to create time and space for your feelings on your own terms. Next week, we will add tools that help you settle your nervous system, and help you process emotions in ways that may feel less overwhelming, give you an easy reset button to use throughout the day. I love sharing tools with you every week that can add a little brightness to your marriage, and I would love to send these tools to your inbox. If you would like my free Mind Medicine email course, text the word medicine to 55444 now or follow the link in my Instagram bio at marriage.medicine. 
If you like what you're learning here, please help other healthcare humans find this podcast by leaving a review and telling your friends to listen. If you would like to find out what it's like to get one-on-one coaching support for your marriage, I will have a few slots opening in April. Sign up for a free coaching session, no strings attached. I would love to meet you. Use the link in my bio to schedule a call. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Medicine Podcast. If you like what you're learning, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode.